1: Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. The Padres fall in Atlanta by a final of 7-6. to six. A walk-off RBI single by Orlando Arcia wins it for the Atlanta Braves as the Padres drop their second consecutive game. They begin this four-game series in Atlanta with a defeat, and that's the way this seven-game home, uh, not homestand, road trip rather, begins for the San Diego Padres. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Good to have you with us on it this Thursday evening. Another really tough one. For the Padres here tonight, they led six four heading into the bottom of the eighth inning, but the Braves get two runs in the bottom half of the eighth inning and get a run in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it seven to six. A lot to break down in this game, as Jesse and Tony said, it really was a playoff type of game. Two heavy hitters in the National League going back and forth. It was a really, really good ball game, but for a second straight game, the Padres bullpen just could not. Hold the lead, and that's where this game went awry tonight for the San Diego Padres. Padres, remember, on Tuesday had a lead in the eighth inning, didn't win the game, and same thing here tonight. Had a lead in the eighth inning, up 6-4, to four, could not win this one. We have a lot to do on our post-game show. We'll go through the highlights, play back Jesse's calls for you when we come back on the other side of our next break. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin from Atlanta and much, much more to get to, but quickly... This is the way this one went down. The Padres trailed early 2 nothing. did a great job battling back Matt Carpenter, a three-run home run in the fourth inning to make it a 3-2 to game. Then Atlanta scoring two runs in the fourth inning to make it 4-3. to Padres tied it on Jake Cronenworth's solo home run in the sixth inning to make it 4-4. And then the Padres took... A six to four lead with two runs in the eighth inning to make it six to four. And then the Braves scoring two in the bottom of the eighth inning, one in the bottom of the ninth inning to score three runs unanswered to win it seven to six. So this was a really, really good game here tonight no doubt about that but a tough one for the Padres early in this season and with the defeat the Padres dropped the three and four the Braves improved the six and one Braves for the first time in their history have won six of their first seven games to begin the season so the Braves playing very well they've won four in a row and the Padres have now dropped two in a row We'll step aside here on our post-game show on the Padres radio network. Come back with more. Like I said, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Continue to break this one down. Plus, when we come back, we'll have all the highlights for you after a tough loss for the Padres in Atlanta. That's the way this series begins. This road trip begins in Atlanta with the Braves walking it off. On the Padres, the walk off single by Orlando Arcia, who had a really big game here tonight, and the final, Atlanta 7, San Diego 6. We'll come back with much more on our post game show here on the Padres Radio Network.
2: It's three,
1: But Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Atlanta in the series opener of this four-game set between the Padres and the Braves, the Atlanta Braves 7, and the San Diego Padres 6. Final totals in the game for Atlanta, 7 runs, 13 hits, 1 error, and for San Diego, 6 runs, 7 hits, and no errors as the Padres again drop to a record of 3-4. and The Braves improve to 6-1. and Atlanta playing very, very well in the early part of this season. The bullpen once again an issue tonight for the Padres that's after the Padres bullpen couldn't hold the lead on Tuesday same thing here tonight Padres had a 6 to 4 lead in the eighth inning, but could not hold it. The Braves scoring two in the eighth inning and one in the ninth inning, winning it on Orlando Arcea's walk-off RBI single. We continue on our post-game show. Sam Levitt with you in our Padres Radio Network studios. We will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit here. We'll also take your phone calls coming up in a little while, not quite yet. 833-288-0973, 833 288 0973 and before we get to the highlights from tonight's game look this was a really good if you're just a baseball fan a really good game here tonight i mean two teams that are expected to do big things in the national league it's early i know these two losses for the padres were not great tonight hurt because you had a chance to win this game in atlanta against a really good team and you can't pull it off But from just the baseball fan perspective, this was a a really good game here tonight. Back and forth and a couple of teams that, again, are expected to do some big things this year, just playing a really good baseball game in the home opener for the Atlanta Braves. So uh, a good game didn't go the Padres' way, certainly a lot to talk about uh, as far as uh, the starting pitching in the bullpen here tonight, there were some good moments for the Padres' bullpen, some not-so-good moments as well, some great moments for the Padres' offense. That's certainly a bright spot in this game as the Padres continue to use the home run ball to their advantage. But all in all, you want to win the game, and the Padres did not do that tonight, falling in Atlanta's 7-6. to six. Before we get to our game recap and highlights, let's pause for station identification on the Padres' radio network.
0: KWFNFF and KWFNHE1 San Diego.
1: Sorry. This is Jake Cronenworth. Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
0: Always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: Sam Levitt with you on our post game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us on this Thursday evening. I should mention along with your phone calls, we as always will take your tweets as well. Tweeted us at 973 the fan or on my Twitter at Sammy Lev, S A M M Y L E V. You can also find me on Instagram, send me uh, a message there, Sammy Lev there as well, TikTok Sammy Levitt, and if you have a thought about tonight's game, you have a good one, one worth reading on air, you never know, I might just read it on the air. But like I said, this was a really good baseball game in Atlanta. Here tonight so let's take a listen back to some of the highlights a great pitching matchup on paper between Blake Snell and Spencer Strider Strider struck out two in a scoreless top of the first inning Snell allowed a leadoff double to Ronald Acuna Jr. to begin the Braves half Acuna would score on a sack fly from Austin Riley to give the Braves an early one nothing lead Strider was terrific to start the game three scoreless innings one hit allowed he struck out five through three innings in the bottom half of the third the Braves scored again Orlando Arcia led off the inning against Blake Snell
2: 3-0 pitch it well out to deep left field Soto turns around he will watch and it will go a home run for Orlando Arcia already his second of the season and the Braves have doubled their lead here in the third it's now two to nothing
1: it looked like the Braves were primed to score again. Matt Olson hit a one-out double, and Snell walked Austin Riley, but some good defense got Snell out of the inning. Here's the pitch to Darno, and a hard-hit grounder left side. Diving stop, Bogarts towards
2: the hole. Goes to second one. Kim's turn is in time, and a double play we were back at home, we'd be hanging a star. Bogart's diving towards third base and a quick turn at second by Kim. 6-4-3 and the inning is over.
1: The first of a few really, really good defensive plays by the Padres in this game. The Padres offense got the strider in the fourth inning with two on and one out. It was Matt Carpenter at the plate.
2: Here's the 2-1, and Carpenter swings, hits it in the air deep down the right field line, and this one is gone, a home run, a line drive, three-run shot for Carpenter as he got it just over that brick wall in right, and the Padres like that take the lead.
1: It's 3-2 to here in the fourth. But as would become a theme in this game, the Braves answered right back. Sean Murphy hit a one-out double against Snell with two outs in the inning. It was Kevin Pillar.
2: Here's the pitch, and Pilar swings, lines it into left center field. That's a base hit. Murphy rounding third, he's going to come in and score. Soto's throw will go towards second base, an RBI single for Kevin Pilar, his first stake as a Brave, and we start over. It's three-three here in the fourth.
1: Three-three in the fourth inning. The trouble, though, continued for Snell. He walked both Orlando Arcia and Ronald Acuna Jr. to load the bases, and then walked Matt Olson to force in a run and give the Braves a four-three lead. Three straight walks, that was it for Blake Snell at 88 pitches. Domingo Tapia came in and struck out Austin Riley to end the inning and strand the bases loaded. The Padres then threatened against Strider in the top of the fifth inning. Hassan Kim began the inning with a single, and Strider walked Juan Soto to put two on with one out, but Strider bounced back to strike out Manny Machado and get a fielder's choice from Xander Bogarts to end the frame. Tapia then stayed on for the fifth inning. He loaded the bases with the Braves. Uh, he loaded the bases with Braves, I should say, but got a pop out from Arcia to end the inning. In total for Domingo Tapia in the fourth and fifth innings, an inning and a third scoreless, and he stranded six base runners. He stranded the bases loaded in both the fourth and the fifth. So at the time, that was a really big deal for Domingo Tapia. Jake Cronenworth led off the top of the sixth inning against Braves reliever Lucas Litke. Here's the 2-0. Cronenworth
2: swings, Skies went out to deep right field, Acuna goes back, he will watch and it's gonna go! Moonshot for Cronenworth to right field! Second home run of the night for the Padres, first of the season for Jake, and this is a tie game, 4-4 in the
1: 6th. So we entered the Crone Zone, Jake Cronenworth's first home run of the year, and like Jesse said, we were tied at four. Stephen Wilson pitched the scoreless sixth inning out of the Padres' bullpen. Nick Anderson did the same in the top of the seventh inning. Wilson pitched the second scoreless inning in the bottom half. We were still tied at 4-4, heading to the eighth inning. That's when former Padre Kirby Yates came on. He walked Bogarts and Cronenworth to start the inning. Both runners moved up on a deep fly ball from Matt Carpenter to right center field. That was significant. Austin Nola then struck out for out number two. So the situation, runners at second and third, two outs. It was Jose Azokar at the plate. 0-1
2: from Kirby Yates, here's the pitch, and Azokar takes in the dirt, it kicks away from Murphy, Bogarts charging home, the throw not in time, and on a wild pitch, the Padres will take the lead, 5-4 San Diego here in the 8th.
1: Then, Azokar did this.
2: Cronenworth at 3rd-2 away, Azokar pushes a bunt up the 3rd baseline, Yates picks it up, off-balance throw goes into right field, Cronenworth has scored, Azokar's on his way to 2nd, he's going to make the turn and head for 3rd, and he will get there without a throw. A bunt base hit for a Zokar, an error by Yates, and a
1: two run Padre lead. On to the bottom of the eighth inning, the Padres leading six to four. Tim Hill entered. Orlando Arcia doubled with one out, but then Hill got a ground out from Acuna as Arcia went to third base. Matt Olson hit an RBI single to make it six to five that scored Arcia. Then Austin Riley reached on an infield single to put runners on first and second. With the tying run in scoring position, it was Travis Darno at the plate.
2: Tim Hill ready. Pitch on the way and a hard hit ground ball through the right side and a base hit. Rounding third Olsen. Azokar comes up throwing. The play at the plate, not in time. Tie game 6-6 here in the bottom of the eighth inning. An RBI single for Darno, his first hit of the night. And the Braves not done here in the eighth.
1: So for the second straight game, the Padres' bullpen couldn't hold the lead in the eighth inning. We were tied at six. On to the ninth inning, the Padres put runners on first and second with one out in the top of the inning against A.J. Minter. But Xander Bogarts hit into an inning-ending double play, and that was the ninth inning in the Padres' half. In the Braves' half, in the bottom of the ninth inning, Nabil Matt came on with the score still tied at 6-6. Six, six. Chris Matt faced Sean Murphy, got him to fly out. Then faced Sam Hilliard, got him to fly out. So two outs, nobody on. Eddie Rosario pinch hit for Kevin Pillar. He doubled to put the winning run in scoring position with two men away. Then it was Chris Matt against Orlando Arcia.
2: Chris Matt, a look back at Rosario. Now the 2-2 pitch. That's reached for lined line to center field, a base hit. Grisham's charging. He comes up throwing. Here it is to the plate. Not in time rosario scores and the braves walk it off in their home opener arcia drives home rosario and atlanta wins it seven to six
1: that was the ball game the braves win it seven to six in their home opener orlando arcio what a game for him three hits two runs scored a home run and the walk-off single in the bottom half of the ninth inning as the Braves win it 7-6, they take the opener of this four-game series, and the Padres lose their second straight game. So a very back-and-forth game, a good baseball game tonight in Atlanta, certainly a winnable one for the Padres. A couple of those now this week that the Padres have not been able to convert into wins, and we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's loss when we come back. We go to Atlanta, hear from Bob Melvin after this on the Padres Radio Network. Thank you. Post game show on the Padres radio network continues again. The final score in Atlanta tonight the Braves seven and the Padres six as the Padres fall in their second consecutive game. Dropped to a record of three and four, Braves improved to six and one. This was quite the ball game here tonight. It was a playoff type atmosphere in Atlanta, really a playoff type back and forth game for whatever it's worth. I know for the Padres fans out there tonight. It's not going to make you feel all that much better because it's the kind of game, even this early in a season, you want to win. And maybe you have some concerns about the Padres bullpen after what's gone on. Uh, in the early part of this season, but uh, it was a really good game. And again, just to sum up the scoring, Atlanta had a 2-0 lead. Padres get the home run from Matt Carpenter in the fourth inning to make it 3-2. Then the Braves score two in the fourth inning to make it 4-3. Jay Cronenworth, the solo home run to tie the game in the sixth inning, makes it 4-4. Four four. Padres find a way to scratch across a couple of runs in the eighth inning to make it 6-4. But then the Braves get two runs in the eighth inning to tie it at 6. And the RBI single by Orlando Archeron Arcia in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it uh seven is six and even in that ninth inning two outs nobody on a pin shit double for Eddie Rosario and he scores on the Arcia single so a tough one tonight for the Padres in San Diego or I should say in Atlanta, not San Diego, for the San Diego Padres in Atlanta. One person that is in San Diego, me right here, Sam Levitt, with you on our post game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us. Let's go to Atlanta, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's game.
0: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard,
3: the cook's Asian resource. Bob, how tough is it to have another lead slip away from you like that? Yeah, it's tough. Look, we keep, keep working until we get it right. Just right now, uh, just haven't been able to close it out. It seemed like there were a lot of positive things that happened today, some things that didn't go as well, but you overplayed a lot of those. It makes it even tougher to not walk away with a win after you yeah. showed his guts like that. No, you're right. We did. We didn't do – there were some things we didn't do. We had another short start, um, limited what, what what we could do in the bullpen today. We just can't get to hater right now. So um, – but other positive things we did. You know, it looked like for a while there we were on the other side of it and came back. Next thing you know, we have a lead going into the eighth, and – you know swinging butt uh, obviously from Riley and other couple hitters did a good job going the other way on Hill But I uh, would have liked to have been able to limit the damage that inning and, and get the hater which couldn't do it Same issues for Blake as last outing just more ex- More extreme take. Yeah, seemed like it. I mean You know he's, he's always got good stuff. It's just about throwing it out the plate Maybe he got squeezed a little bit, but when you're not throwing strikes, it's tough to get some calls but it just looked like his breaking ball was a little short today. Uh, ended up being in the dirt quite a bit. On the positive side, first home run for Carp. same thing for yeah. Jake. Jake had a little hell of a game all around. Right? He did, and, you know, that's a tough guy, their guy. You know, you get a lead, and you're trying to get his pitch count up and try to get him out of a game, and next thing you know, you get a three-run homer. So, and then, you know, Jake's homer's huge It ties it. You know, we get a two-run lead and just couldn't couldn't hold it.
4: How do you assess overall kind of what's going on in the last three days? Is it a... Just a three-game stretch that so hopes a blip, or is there things that need to kind of?
3: Yeah, well, you we just got to pitch a little better, right? I mean, we we don't have the ability right now to match up. We had a couple guys we weren't going to use again today. Um, you know, one that probably would have been in that game late, but you know, we have confidence in Timmy to get l- both lefties and righties out. They just hit some balls hard on the ground off them.
4: And that I'll assume the pit player that you're referring to is Luis Garcia. Yeah. Um, will he be available
3: tomorrow? I believe so.
4: And obviously that helps out, but now, like, Nabil, Nabil should be okay tomorrow, too. I mean, We'll see. I now? mean,
3: it's mix and match every day now, you know, and especially with, with guys that are throwing a lot of pitches. You know, Tapio probably went a little longer than I probably would have been comfortable with, too, um, but we had to, had to squeeze it out of them based on the fact that we, you know, we were in the bullpen pretty early in the game.
4: Would you go with Wilson two days in a row this early in the season? After what he uh,
3: I, if he threw one inning, I probably would have, but he threw two and then, you know, he had a real quick first inning and then, you know, the second inning ended up throwing a few more pitches. We'll see how he feels tomorrow.
4: And that Strider was pretty good. Uh, were you pretty pleased? How, how pleased were you that you got him out
3: of there after five? Yeah, no, very. I mean, you know, he's pretty good. He gets a lot of swings and misses. He gets both righties and lefties out. and can get himself out of jams, obviously, with the strikeout. Um, you know, the Carpenter home run, you know, put a lot of energy in our dugout. We played better after that. But, uh, you know, so hopefully we can we can score a few more runs on top of it as well.
4: How much of this, this kind of not having guys available, how much do you attribute that to the seven-man bullpen, the way you guys are kind of constructed right now? Knowing it is because
3: we have to use guys a little bit longer. You know, we're using guys for two innings that maybe, uh, you know, we'd cut that a little bit shorter if we had a little bit deeper pen right now.
4: Maybe We underestimated the difficulty of switching from Juan from right field to left field and kind of some of the intricacies that go with that. What did you see from his catch in the eighth inning there and kind of the jump he got on that ball and and just his overall play? He
3: caught it, right? So he's played left before. I don't think it's that big a deal for him. He just wants to be in one position. He's played both right and left, so we'll keep him in left field. And, you know, at the time, it's a huge play.
2: Garcia had been pitching had every other day, but, you know, 20-plus pitches. Yeah. Each is just thinking early on, you don't want
3: to push too much. Yeah, we just, we were, there are were a couple guys we were staying away from today, and he's one of them.
0: What were you seeing from the Braves, their resiliency, ability to come
3: back? Yeah, we did the same thing. They just got one more bigger hit later in the game than we did, so, you know, they're a good team.
4: One guy in your rotation both times has not done what the other guys have, which is give you a little bit more length, just the same old stuff with, with Blake in terms of too many pitches and not enough strikes.
3: Yeah, yeah, first couple games, yeah.
1: That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from Atlanta after this 7 6 loss to the Braves in walk off fashion as the Braves score two runs in the eighth inning, one in the ninth inning to beat the San Diego Padres. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios. Here on the Padres Radio Network, a lot of talk there about the Padres bullpen and One thing you might have wondered is this game went along, and especially as Tim Hill came in in the eighth inning, you may have wondered where was Luis Garcia, right? Um, Well, a couple of things on that. Number one, we've heard from Bob Melvin. Well, I should really start with this. A lot of the Padres, well, not all of them, but some of the Padres' bullpen woes right now, of course, begin with the fact that they don't have Robert Suarez, who in a game like this, In the eighth inning, leading by two, that's going to be his inning when he's healthy and he's back. Absolutely. Ideally, you have Suarez and Hader in the eighth and ninth inning. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is, you know, Tim Hill has been used in the early part of this season as an eighth inning type of guy, not just necessarily a matchup guy. Um you know so so it wasn't unusual to see Tim Hill there and you know for Tim Hill uh you know he strikes out the first batter of the inning then he gives up the double it was two outs but then gives up uh the RBI single to Olsen and two batters later the game tying RBI single to Travis Darno so it was a uh, a tough outing for Tim Hill um but not odd to see Tim Hill there based on what this early season has showed us I did not know that Luis Garcia apparently was unavailable tonight. I mean, Garcia uh, did pitch on Tuesday through 21 pitches, didn't pitch the day before, so... You know, his last couple of outings were Sunday and Tuesday uh, with the off day yesterday. But apparently Luis Garcia was not going to come into this game in that scenario. And and for those wondering out there, you know, in the ninth inning, why pitch Chris Mann instead of Josh Hader? Look, you're on the road. And, you know, for, for a lot of managers, you're thinking, hey, I'm going to need those final three outs uh, you know, more than likely in a save situation if we get a lead in extra innings and, and you're trying to save Hader for that scenario. So that's understandable. Of course, there's always the line of thinking that, um, you know, you, you you can't worry about extra innings until you get there. Um, but that's a pretty common strategy, if you will, uh, to use somebody else instead of Josh Hader in that bottom of the ninth inning. Unfortunately for Nabil Chrismat, Regardless of all that, it has not been a super smooth start to the season for him. Right now, three appearances, three and a third innings, six earned runs given up. Now, of course, the outing on Tuesday at Petco Park, uh, Jesse and Tony talked about it a little bit. It was not all his fault. There was the ball to David Dolan right field that if it's caught, it's a scoreless inning. Instead, two runs came in, then another run comes in uh, later in that inning. So the numbers for Nabil, I, I don't think are... Um, really indicative of everything that's happened. I think he's been a little bit better than what the numbers are. But look, the bottom line here tonight is he was trying to get it to extra innings and could not. Two outs, nobody on, gives up the pinch hit, double to Rosario, and then the RBI is single to RC and the game is over. And unfortunately, with this seven-man bullpen, with whatever limitations the Padres have with using guys right now, in the first week of this season, it's been a little bit of an issue. There's no getting around that right now. Um, and two straight games had a lead in the eighth inning. Padres couldn't hold it. So, look, positives tonight. The offense did nicely, hit some home runs. They battled back again. We've seen that a couple of times over the course of the first week of the year. That's great stuff early in the season. But this team could very well be five and two instead of three and four if they hold on to the late leads both Tuesday and here tonight. So look, not the end of the world. This was a good game. Didn't go the Padres way. We'll see how the rest of this series plays out, but this was a tough one tonight for the Padres because they were so resilient because they did come back in this game the way they did. And then you're just hoping you can get it to Josh Hader with the lead and the Padres again for a second straight game were unable to do that. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with more. We'll have the out-of-town scoreboard. We'll give out our nightly awards and much more to come as well. Again, if you want to call in, 833-288-0973. The phone number, 833 288 0973 the phone number to call you can also tweet at me at 973 the fan or at sammy lev s a m m y l e v find me on instagram at sammy lev as well if you want to chime in let me know what you're thinking after tonight's game again the final score in atlanta the brave 7 in the padres 6 we come back with more on our post game show after this on the padres radio network Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. The final score, the Atlanta Braves 7 and the San Diego Padres 6. Sam, Levitt with you in our San Diego studios here on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us on this Thursday evening. A very tough one for the Padres here tonight, as they had a lead again in the eighth inning, leading six to four. The Braves scored two to tie it in the eighth inning and one to win it on the Orlando Arcia RBI single in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it seven to six. Padres dropped the three and four. Braves improved to six and one. And that's the way this seven game road trip to Atlanta and New York begins. One thing we've not really talked about and we will get to the out of town scoreboard some some of our uh, nightly segments coming up here in a second and we will take your phone calls 833-288-0973 the phone number to call again 833-288-0973 the phone number if you want to chime in you can do so uh give me uh Uh, Give me your thoughts about tonight's game. Uh, Obviously, uh, an early season sort of heartbreaker here tonight. Uh, Blake Snell, uh, look, uh, unfortunately, kind of a a similar outing to what we saw the first time out on opening day. And, you know, if we're being honest, uh, you know, much like some of the outings we saw in the first half last season before Blake really turned it on. Three and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up, six hits, walked four, struck out two, threw a lot of pitches in less than four innings, 88 pitches, 43 for strikes. So the balls and strikes were just about equal, obviously not ideal. And uh, we'll see if Blake can get it going the next time out, Uh, but certainly shorter outings than probably Uh, You would have liked in the first two for Blake Snail. Uh, The bright spots today for the Padres. We'll focus on those before we get to some of your phone calls and more. But the bright spots, um, Domingo Tapia, right? Fourth and fifth innings, comes in in a really tough spot in the fourth inning. Bases loaded, strikes out Riley to get out of it. Then in the fifth inning, loads the bases, issues a couple of walks, not great. But you know what? Found a way out of it. He stranded six base runners on in the course of two innings. Steven Wilson was very sharp in his two innings of work uh, in the sixth inning and the seventh inning. And then Tim Hill, look, Tim's been you know, good for a while now going back all the way to last year. Right. He's been good so far this year and he gave up a couple of hits and big spots. It happened uh, in the eighth inning. And then of course, Chris Matt getting the first two outs in the ninth inning and then the double and the single end the game. Uh, look, the other bright spots in this game, the three run home run by Matt Carpenter. Great to see Jay Cronenworth for a second straight game. Remember he had three hits on Tuesday again, again, had a couple of walks, three runs scored total. Hit a home run, a big one to tie the game. So those were certainly uh, bright spots in this game. But uh, again, um, it's it's my famous line: two things can be true at once, right? This can be a tough early season loss, but it can also be a very early season loss. And, and certainly, I think the, uh, the the probably the bigger concern right now would just be the bullpen over the last. Couple of games in, in maybe the bigger picture over the last week, some of the limitations uh, they have right now. And look, Robert Suarez not being available to be that eighth inning guy certainly means you have to find other answers to get it to Josh Hader. And at least these last couple of games, uh, it, it has not gone all that well trying to get it to Josh Hader with a lead. So we'll see if that can improve over the course of of the road trip all right let's uh go to some of your phone calls here 833-288-0973 the phone number to call we have ethan who's calling in hi ethan how are you welcome to the padres post game show on the padres radio network
5: hey sammy thanks for having me um it's gonna be okay i think it's early in the season but still figuring out some things but Nabil Krisman, man, I just, I think teams have figured it out from his changeup last year and just aren't falling for it the same way they were last year. I don't I don't know if and that 88, 89 mile an hour fastball is just not going to cut it at this level, so um, might need to start looking for other options in that spot there, but um, you know, I know we're dealing with injuries right now and we got waiting for guys to come back, but I definitely think Chris Matt's spot is uh, up for grabs if he's going to continue to to pitch the way he has been in his previous outings this season. Um, But hopefully he can figure it out too. I would love to see him figure it out and get that changeup going again. But, uh, yeah, for the time being, I think we have to look at other options as well.
1: Yeah, well, Ethan, appreciate the call. Look – it's been a tough start to the year for Neville Um, Again, the outing on Tuesday could have been a lot better had David Dahl hung on to the baseball. Then it's a totally different outing. And the Padres, let's be honest, leading 5-1 there. Likelihood is they end up winning that game if that inning doesn't kind of balloon and three runs come in. So some of the numbers here are, in, are inflated. Look, the first outing wasn't great. Tonight obviously gives up the game-winning hit. And the inning unraveled a little bit on Tuesday the reason I'm just i'm I'm not ready to to say all that about Nabil chris Matt about you know, finding somebody else, things like that is that, look, he, for the most part last year, Nabil was really, really good. I mean, and and he was good the year before as well. I, I just I can't get there after three outings in the first week of the season. Um, now look. You know, is it maybe more of a a role for him, at least for the time being, a long man type role, or maybe he's not in those high leverage spots? I suppose they could do that and just sort of reassign his role in the bullpen. Um, But just after three outings, I I can't get there. I mean, he's shown you a lot over the course of the last uh, two, three years here. So I'm hoping for Nabil, uh, he bounces back. Um, Again, the outing on Tuesday, let's be honest, could have, really ended really, very differently. So some of the numbers here are, are a little bit inflated with that. Uh, but look, it has not been obviously a super great start to the year for Nabil Chrisman, and we'll see what the Padres do as far as his role moving forward. But I, I think the hope with him, him right now, uh, a week into the season, let's hope uh, he finds a way to turn it around. Uh, we'll go to Luis, who's calling in from Chula Vista. Hi, Luis, how are you?
5: Hey, Savvy, this is Luis, your Uber driver.
1: <laughs> Hi, Luis. Nice meeting you during the last homestand. That was great.
4: Uh, nice to meet you. Hey, I think, look on the positive side. I think the team itself is jelly. Offensively, everybody's so, like, trying to get more comfortable with each other. And, yes, it's true what you say about the bullpen. Because it's going to take time. You have to put in, it's like a chess game. You have to put in some people in instead of others because they're not there. So, yeah, at
1: the end, it'll work out well. Well, I, I hope so, Luis, and, and it's very early, and, and appreciate the call as always. Great meeting you at Petco Park this uh, this past week. That was one of the highlights of my week, Luis, for sure. Um, you know, look, I, I think with the gelling thing, look, there's a couple of aspects to it. Number one, this team is not whole in the sense they're missing some big pieces, and and I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses. There's a lot of talent out there, But they're missing Robert Suarez, a key piece in the bullpen. Hugh Darvish is not all the way built up, or at least he wasn't, you know, heading into his first start of the year. I suppose the fair way to put it is just a little behind where he normally would be. Obviously, Fernando's not here. Uh, Drew Pomerantz was a piece you were hoping would help you in the bullpen. Uh, No timetable on when he might return. Look, if you could get a healthy Pomerantz and he's the Drew Pomerantz of old, then Robert Suarez, you get two major pieces in that bullpen. But again, I understand that's not going to help this team. Right here, right now. So they're they're not totally whole. Um, it's a team that had a lot of players away for the World Baseball Classic. So, you know, are you seeing a little bit of growing pains in time to gel? Maybe, maybe. But let's be be honest about it. On the other side, from Friday to Sunday, when they won a bunch of games, or I should say, excuse me, Saturday to Monday, when they won three games in a row, they had the big walk off win with the back to back home runs on Monday. You were feeling on top of the world. There was kind of no question, you know, as, as to whether they were gelling and chemistry and things like that. And, um, you know, so again, and I know there are fans out there that are going to think this is sort of a cop-out answer, but I think it's seven games. And look, has the bullpen struggled? It has. And that's probably fair reason for concern at this point on April 6th, especially with this bullpen not yet fully healthy. And Robert Suarez is a big part of this pen when he comes back, a very significant part of this bullpen. But aside from that unit, I mean, it's seven games. Um, you know, and you would have felt great about this game if they would have found a way to hold on or score a run in the ninth inning and get it to Um, You know, I have a tweet here saying, you know, why do you think they had to use Nabil Chris, Matt? They didn't. But, again, with Luis Garcia apparently not available, I mean, it was it was either going to Honeywell, who has pitched a lot lately, who went an inning and two-thirds on Tuesday, did have the off day yesterday. You know, I, I don't know if we heard there from Bob Melvin if he was necessarily available or not, but unless you want to go to Hader there, and a lot of managers won't do that because they're thinking about extra innings, and if they need him in a save scenario later in the game – um, You know, by the way, the extra innings, now you have the runner on second base. It's a tough situation. You know, you had already used Tapia, Wilson, and Hill. So Chris Matt's one of those guys you're going to go to. And again, somebody that has been been good. I know the start has not been great here, but has been reliable in the past. Now, you know, if Nabil continues to struggle a bit, we'll see what happens. But uh, this early in the year, I think Bob Melvin's going to go with guys that, do have a bit of a track record here and, and treat it like the first week of the season and not read too much into, you know, what happened a couple of days prior. So look, it's seven games. You'd like to be five and two, four and three instead of three and four, but uh, we'll see how things uh, transpire over the course of the next uh, couple of weeks here in this very important road trip. You know, not the not the the biggest games the Padres will play all year, but early season, a very tough road trip to Atlanta in New York. So we'll see, uh, but obviously a tough one tonight for the Padres in Atlanta, no doubt. All right, let's take a look at our home run tally. Tell you who went deep in the majors here tonight.
0: Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally. Presented by Mr. Moto Pizza. Bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original Stuff Knots. With eight locations in San Diego. Find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com.
1: We take a look at some of the players that went deep in the major leagues here tonight. Adam Duval had a three-run home run in the Red Sox, 6-3 win over the Tigers. The Giants hit five home runs total in their 16-6 win in Chicago over the White Sox. The home runs in that game for the Giants, one by Wilmer Flores. There was one by Michael Conforto. There was one by uh, Mike Gastremski. There was one by J.D. Davis, and there was one by... Uh, Gotta look up the first name here, Blake Sable. I don't think we saw him last year. Blake Sable hit a home run in that game as well for the San Francisco Giants. Who else went deep today? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a home run in the Blue Jays' 6-3 win against Kansas City. And so those are some of the players that went deep today. We'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in our next segment here on the post game show. As we continue on, Atlanta wins it today 7-6 over San Diego in Atlanta in the opener of that four-game series. Now, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game.
0: Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game brought to you by the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware from trinker and weber to the big green egg all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware
1: our ace pitcher of the game we're gonna stay on the padre side of things for this one domingo tapia we'll give it to him you know for tapia it was really Uh, An interesting outing, comes in in the fourth inning, bases loaded, strikes out Austin Riley to end the inning. Then in the fifth inning, he loaded the bases himself, but got the final out, stranded three more. So in total, an inning and a third, no runs, one hit, walked two, struck out two, 35 pitches, a lot of pitches for Tapia. And he stranded six base runners. So look, it was a... it was a bit of a wild outing for Tapia. Had to deal with a lot, but at the end of the day, he got four outs and stranded six on base. So he'll be our ace pitcher of the game here tonight. We'll step aside, come back with our relief pitcher of the game, player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, and take more of your phone calls if you want to chime in. Phone number to call, as always, 833-288-0973, 833 833-288- 288 0973, the phone number to call if you want to get involved. Again, the final in Atlanta, 7-6, the Braves over the Padres on the Padres Radio Network. Back here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Atlanta 7, San Diego 6 in the opener of a four-game series in Atlanta. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios as we wrap this one up. Again, the phone number to call, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and more in just a second. But once again, you know, the reason this one hurt so much tonight for the Padres, and I say hurt so much in quotation marks because it's april 6th and i can't treat a game on april 6th like you would on september 26th if you're in the middle of a pennant race and i know every win counts and it's true every game counts but there's there is a difference i mean there is a difference in feel um and the padres dropped to three and four braves improved to six and one you know, I think beyond the bullpen issues, the reason this one really hurt tonight, where there were a lot of other good things, and I alluded to it earlier. Yeah, the home runs for Carpenter and Cronenworth. The Padres trailed early, two nothing. They trailed four to three. They come back to tie it four to four. They've got a six four lead. But even beyond that, beyond the home runs for Carpenter Cronenworth, there were some really good defensive plays in this game. I mean, there were three of them that were really good. A great double play turned by the Padres in the third inning, started on a, a diving stop by Xander Bogarts. Then there was the great catch by Jake Cronenworth down the line to end an inning that was huge. Then there was uh, the, the catch by Juan Soto in the eighth inning that at the time kept the game tied at six. You know, even you look at that top of the eighth inning where the Padres scored two runs. The walks to Bogarts and Cronenworth. It's runners on first and second. Nobody out. The fly ball to right center by Matt Carpenter. Both Bogarts and Cronenworth did a really good job tagging up and advancing a base. And that ended up being critical because Bogarts scores on the wild pitch. And then Cronenworth scores on a great bunt. Wonderful idea and execution by Jose Azokar. So, you know, aside from the pitching side of things tonight, and there were some bright spots on the pitching side. You can look at what Topia did as certainly a positive. Stephen Wilson looked very sharp. That's certainly a positive. But there were a lot of positives. The, the negatives, unfortunately, here tonight was Blake Snell unable to get out of the fourth inning, walking three in a row at one point to bring in a run and end his outing. 88 pitches, 43 for strikes. You know about even in strikes and balls, not really where you want to be. And then obviously Tim Hill unable to protect that lead in the eighth inning, and Bill Chris Matt unable to get out of the inning to get the game to extra innings. So look uh, again, like I said earlier, probably fair concern for the bullpen right now with this seven-man bullpen with who the Padres are missing, and it may be a bit of a struggle. Um, until Suarez comes back and uh, and things in the pitching staff as a whole look a little bit more normal and a little bit more whole. But with all that said, bottom line is that the Padres have a tough schedule here. Four in Atlanta, including tonight, three in New York, and then taking on the Brewers and then taking on the Braves at home. Arizona, you know, a young, fast team. You got to take them on. You do get Fernando back and. Joe Musgrove should be back by then. Who knows when Robert Suarez might be back? He might not be super far behind, but uh, you know, certainly the Padres are going to have to, you know, feel this bullpen situation out until uh, until Suarez gets back. Because then, once once Robert Suarez comes back, and yet, and assuming he is the Robert Suarez we saw last season and in the postseason. Well, then, I mean, you've got a dynamite 8th and ninth inning, and that shortens the game. It answers a lot of questions, even in a game like tonight, about who you're using, and, um, you know, the answer is pretty simple. You're going Suarez to Hader, but right now the Padres don't have that luxury and on certain nights there without certain guys that even in the first week of the year here have been used a lot and have been used for multiple innings. So, unfortunately, that's where the Padres are right now with this bullpen situation. All right, speaking of bullpen, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut?
0: It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org.
1: Our relief pitcher of the game will stay on the Padres' side of things. Give it to Stephen Wilson tonight. He was really sharp. Two scoreless innings in the 6th and the 7th. two, three inning in the 6th. Worked around a two-out walk in the seventh inning. He was uh, definitely the, the best Padres reliever tonight. Longest outing, no runs given up, no hits allowed. And we'll give it to Steven Wilson, a relief pitcher of the game. All right, now let's tell you about tonight's player of the game here on the Padres Radio Network.
0: Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit ValleyViewCasino.com today.
1: Had the Padres won this game? Might give it to Jake Cronenworth because he scored three runs, walked a couple of times, had the big game tying home run in that sixth inning. But hard to do that now. So we got to give it to Orlando Arcia. Had the home run in the third, a walk in the fourth inning, double and a run scored as part of that two-run eighth inning to help tie the game, and then the RBI single. In the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it. Got to be Orlando Arce tonight. He's the player of the game here on the Padres radio network as the Braves win it 7-6. Again, we will take a quick look at the out-of-town scoreboard in just a moment. But first, we go back to the phones. Again, the phone number 833-288-0973. Let's go to Ethan, who's calling in, I believe, from Salt Lake City. Hi, Ethan. Hey, how's it going, Sammy? I'm doing well. How's the weather in Salt Lake?
5: Uh, not good it is still snowing here on <laughs> yeah april 6 so i'm ready for some sunny weather
1: all right well i got to park city over the winter i did some skiing so i like the snow over there i'm a, i'm a fan of salt lake good city birth. so next time i'm there i'm going to i'm going to you know write you
5: <laughs> for sure for sure thanks
1: <laughs> what's going on
5: well well hey man i today was a very emotional i mean loss for san diego today it's my niece's birthday And she's turning three, and I really wanted this one, because I got to watch the game with her, and I was like, man, I thought we were going to do it in the eighth inning when we got that bunt down, and I got her a jersey and everything, so today was just really disappointing, and, you know, I I think that's all right, but still early still early so we yeah. can get some more w's here you know it's a long season for sure yeah
1: it, it is very long and i'm sorry uh they they couldn't win it win it for your niece tonight although even even Ethan, <laughs> Ethan, yeah, Ethan sure. uh to admit you know to to be honest with you you know that that's baseball sometimes you know even the greatest teams they lose uh 60 something games in a year so maybe a uh, Maybe a a good lesson (laughs) for your niece Uh, uh, if she's going to be a baseball fan. Um, But, but, you know, look, it's very early. Look, again, I think you can be disappointed and also admit that it's game seven of the season and also admit that there are some issues here with the bullpen that have been concerning over the last couple of days. Um, And, you know, you hold on to a lead Tuesday and tonight, you're five and two. You know, and not three and yep. four. So, you know, if the Padres just got a few more outs, you'd feel totally differently about where this team is at over the first week of the season. But, you know, Ethan, I, I understand the disappointment. Um, you know, of I, course, I, I course. think uh, I think especially when you match up with the other big-time teams in the league, certainly the Braves are one of them you want to win, and uh, the good news is the Padres have three more opportunities to do it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so, you know, let's see how this uh, how this season goes, I'm, I'm going to make the analogy to what I said about the offense over the first two games, and I was taking calls at Petco Park on Friday night, and, you know, nobody was freaking out, but, you know, there were people disappointed about what we've seen, and, and one of the things I said was, look, I, I can't I can't get there after two games and be really concerned about this offense. You know, in two, three weeks, if they're not hitting, then I'll be concerned. If in a month mm-hmm. they're not hitting, that I'll be really concerned. But, you know, after a week here, just overall, I mean... I just I can't get there yet. So let's see. Let's see how the rest of this series and this road trip plays out. I think the bullpen concerns are valid because they are missing a key piece in Suarez. And there have been, you know, some guys like a Chris Matt that have struggled a little bit. Um, You know, Blake Snell not getting out of the fourth inning. Look, that that also makes you ask a lot of your bullpen. And in general, it's hard to win games when um, you have to ask that much of your bullpen. Um, and obviously, over the course of many games, it becomes a problem with your with your bullpen usage. So, we'll see what happens. Ethan, appreciate the call. Yeah, of course. For sure. Thanks, Sammy. All right. That is uh, Ethan in Salt Lake City. The snow. We had a beautiful day in San Diego today. I do like the snow. If you know me, I like the ski. So uh had a had a nice time around Salt Lake City over the winter, and uh, I don't know, maybe I'll head back there uh, at some point this coming winter. We are a long way away from that. We're hundred fifty plus games away from that, so a long way to go. All right, let's uh, finish up here by taking a look at the out of town scoreboard. <laughs>
0: Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958.
1: We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard. We only have one other game going on right now. The Dodgers leading the Diamondbacks 4-1 in Arizona in the sixth inning. And then everything else has gone final today or been postponed. We had some bad weather around the country, so a lot of postponements. Some finals, though, too. Red Sox beat the Tigers 6-3 in Detroit. Giants beat the White Sox 16-6 in Chicago. Blue Jays beat the Royals 6-3 in Kansas City. Rockies beat the Nationals 1-0 in Colorado. The postponed games to tomorrow. Everything went to tomorrow. Marlins at the Mets, Reds at the Phillies, Yankees at the Orioles, and the Astros at the Twins. All the games postponed uh, to tomorrow. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. I have to take a deeper look to see if there are double headers tomorrow. Now, the Marlins and the Mets, and I'm doing this in real time here, the Marlins and the Mets... They had an off day tomorrow, so they really early pushed that pushed back that home opener in New York to tomorrow. I'm just seeing, are there any other no, there are no double headers tomorrow, so I suppose those were all home openers that got pushed back a day. Just making sure I'm right about that. I don't see any uh duplicates. Well, count the number of games on a Friday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11,
5: 12,
1: 13, 14. Hmm. Maybe somebody's not playing, or did I miss one? I don't know. I don't think there are any doubleheaders tomorrow. I will uh, confirm with you, or if if you would like to confirm yourself, uh, I'm sure you can pull up uh, the app or check the schedule yourself. I don't think any doubleheaders tomorrow. So uh, we have a a bunch of makeups from rainouts earlier today. All right, speaking of rain, forecast does not look great the next few days in Atlanta. Fingers crossed the Padres are uh, able to get these games in. But uh, we can't worry about that here in San Diego. We just watch the weather, and if we have to adjust, we will. But as scheduled, tomorrow, second game of this four-game series at 4.20 p.m., our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show at 3.20. Starting pitching matchup tomorrow on the mound for the Padres, right-hander Nick Martinez, and on the mound for the Braves, left-hander Jared Schuster. So again... Nick Martinez for the Padres. Jared Schuster on the mound for Atlanta. First pitch at 420. Taking a look at the final totals in this game tonight in Atlanta. For the Atlanta Braves, seven runs, 13 hits, one error. They left on 12. And for the San Diego Padres, six runs, seven hits, no errors. They left on seven. Winning pitcher was A.J. Minter, who threw a scoreless ninth inning. He improves to 1-0. and And the loser is Nabil Matt, who drops to 0-1. Time of game, the longest game the Padres have played so far this year, three hours and 14 minutes, and the crowd. At Truist Park in Atlanta, 42,803. That'll do it for our postgame show tonight here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 420. Our pregame coverage begins at 320. For our great studio coordinator, Maddie Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Atlanta Braves 7 and the San Diego Padres 6. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.